With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, I want you to open your mind. Open your mind to the possibility that one day we will make contact with an intelligent civilization in outer space. We have in our possession a flying saucer. It's being flown to higher headquarters. There is a lie being told to everyone. There are extra-dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the, um, the space program made contact with. Do you believe are we alone in the life after death? This is the Very Normal Show. Introducing Marvel Man and your host, Sarah Martinez. Hey everyone, welcome to another Paranormal Hour of the Very Normal Show for Wednesday, October 12, 2011 with your host, Vera Martinez. And Marfa Man. And we are live from Austin, Texas, powered by Blog Talk Radio. The Veranormal Show can also be listened to on demand at blogtalkradio.com slash veranormal. And you can also find us where? On iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very fun show tonight and a very interesting guest. So if you have any comments or questions, give us a call. The number is 818-532-9739. Again, that's 818-532-9739. Tonight, <laughs> nice. Tonight's show, we're talking about medical intuition or interrelationship. And of course, my all-time favorite, spirit communication, which is perfect for October, don't you think, Marfa Man? Yes, I do. So, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about that rain this weekend, this past weekend? The rain. What? Yeah. Oh, the rain. Did it rain out here? It rained. It did a little <laughs> bit. I'm like, what? Really? It rained a lot by us. <laughs> no, it, well, a little bit. Not enough, but enough to get everything going and happy. The trees are happy right now. That's true. And at least it's a little cooler now. So, anyways. I, I think you say the ring. I'm like, the ring? What? The ring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was your weekend? Uh, um, the weekend was fun. Last week was interesting. I went to my past life regression mm-hmm. therapy session, and it was out of this world. It was. What do you think overall? Oh, it's interesting. Very interesting, but it was a very traumatic experience. Is this something you do again? Uh, maybe. It was scary. It's like you're going into, you're jumping into a pool, and you don't know what you're gonna find swimming there. Really? It's very. So was it a positive experience or more like a negative? I mean, positive overall because it did answer a lot of questions in regards to my health, actually. Really? Yeah, things that I've been dealing through my life. And you kind of, um, you get all the dots together. You know, you, you, it just makes sense. I don't want to get into too much detail because it was really personal. But it was, I went into a past life of being um, a child. And I was 10 years old, and I basically witnessed the last few hours of my life. And oh my I got to God. experience how this little girl passed away, how she died, the whole process. And you have vivid Im- like imagery of it? More than anything. I thought it was going to be like watching a movie, but what's worse, I didn't know. I got to feel everything. Really? You, your body feels everything. Like, I was supposed to be had an injury on my head, and... My head was hurting, like pounding, and I felt like I had a like an open wound across my head, and I kept oh like there was nothing <clears throat> there. It's it there's is really deep, it's really heavy. It was a three hour session. No thanks. Um, she was wonderful. with Dr. Kalina Long here in Austin. She's been doing this for over forty five years. She's eighty three. 
Really? And she's a beautiful, amazing lady. And it was definitely a beautiful experience, but very um, traumatic. And well, the whole time that you're doing it, are do you are you consciously aware that you are you're doing this? Like you're like, are you caught up in the moment? Like when you were the little girl, did you could you did you forget that you're actually laying down and doing this, or did you know that the whole time? No, you're aware. You are. You, you know what's going on. Yes. That's weird. She's basically entering into your mind and talking to your subconscious. I think I'm good. I don't think I need but to But your do that. conscious is always there. Really? Yes. I'll just stick to you having dreams. You know you, but you're... Yeah. I'm good. Because you know everything. You know, it's I'm all so bad curious. for me. That day I was, I was mourning. I spent days literally being sad and almost like I lost someone. I went through the whole emotions of feelings, and I'm fine. I mean, I'm over it. It's, uh, it was a whole process. It was definitely really, really difficult experience, but yet amazing. See, it's I kind find of out hard that to, to I, describe. I find out that I was a serial killer, you know, something bad. Oh, no, you're – come on. I don't think you were. I don't, I don't think you were. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool, though. Maybe you were a woman. You said that last time. <laughs> I probably was. Why do I keep saying that? I don't know. I know. What do you know? What do you you know something I don't? No. Maybe I was. You're like my girlfriend. That's why. I don't That's know. true. That's true. <laughs> so hey, funny. I grew up with sisters. Okay. So all right. No, he's very manly. Everyone. I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to hint talk, anything. You want to talk about some football? <laughs> he definitely is into sports. Yeah. Uh, right. Let me let me say. Uh, Where are we at? <laughs> You're trying to read. Why, why don't we do the um, your most famous um, okay. weird but true? What do you got for for us today? I got some good funny stuff, but I'm actually starting off with kind of a Halloween one. Okay, well, hold set the on. mood. There you go, everyone. Let's hear some weird but true. Weird but true. Yo 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 y'all. This is Marfa Man with your weird but true. Want to get lost? This is actually pretty cool. Want to get lost? Denver, Massachusetts. This is actually Salem, Massachusetts. You know, with the with the Salem witch trials and everything? Uh-huh. All right. Well, this is kind of funny. A Massachusetts family got the Halloween scare of a lifetime by getting lost inside a dark and creepy corn maze and had to call 911 for help. Huh? Oh, yeah. It was, it's a huge maze. You guys got to check this out online. There's an aerial view of it. I mean, it, it's seven acres. Wow. Seven acres. So they went in there at daytime, and by the time so, – they had a, they had a little, uh, like, an eight-week-old baby with them. And so they, the three of them, a uh, husband and wife, got lost in there and couldn't make it out. So oh. they said the police uh, said they got a call, a distress call, from the mother of two about 6.30 Monday. The woman started um, – alerted the 911 operator of their situation. This is what she said. Um, Hi, I just called. I'm I'm still stuck in Connor's Farm maze. I don't see anybody, and I'm really scared, and it's dark, and we've got, oh, I'm sorry, a three-week-old baby with us. So uh, the police, uh, they actually sent tracking dogs out there and to go through the maze, and they actually found him and ended up locating him 25 feet away from the exit. So oh they were my. actually there. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I mentioned that this took place in Salem, so... Mm-hmm. Um, did you know what the husband actually said to the wife when they were lost? What did he say? He said, which way should we go? Oh, come on. <laughs> really? Call? He didn't say that. No, but, you know. Thank you. <laughs> I got a few more. The family's a little corny. Oh. <laughs> what do you call the dogs that went into the maze? What? To get them. Corn dogs. <laughs> what? Oh, come on. All, All right. right. I'm just fishing for it. Oh. Okay, this one's, <laughs> this one's actually kind of uh, fitting for our show tonight. Okay. Palmdale, California. A mm-hmm. woman claimed to be a psychic persuaded a 12-year-old girl to steal jewelry from her family and throw it into a cauldron. I don't know what a cauldron is. Throw it into a cauldron to lift a curse and appease evil spirits. So uh, Jacqueline Lopez, she's 42 of Palmdale, was actually arrested earlier this month for investigation of extortion. So she's not a really good person. The girl is a classmate of Lopez's, uh, Lopez's daughter. She stole $10,000 worth of jewelry from her, uh, her parents and went and like threw it in the cauldron and, you know, to lift the spirits and everything. So, but why was the lady arrested? She was arrested a month ago for extortion, but now she's claiming to be a psychic and told the girl that she kind of scared the girl. She said, you need to steal this jewelry and throw it away, and, and evil spirits will go away. Well, maybe she was right. Maybe she was right, but she took, she took some of the jewelry. She took all that jewelry from the girl. 
When they go threw it away, oh, she so took she all the jewelry, and picked, it up. picked it up, and pawned it all off. Ten thousand dollars worth of stuff. So, um, well, you gotta be careful. Come yeah. on, if a lady tells you that, I mean, common sense, people. I'm all with you. Well, she's in jail now, and police said they've never seen a case like this before, and they're kind of considering it medium rare. <laughs> oh come on! Come on! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got three more for you. <laughs> This one's a quick one. This one's funny. All right. Um, how about... Okay, how about a slice? Um, an argument over chores got uh, way out of hand uh, the other day in California. Antonio Gutierrez, 43, is accused of pulling a sword on his 18-year-old son after an argument with the teen about being lazy around the house. Gutierrez was arrested, allegedly attacking his son, John, whose hand was cut, and they said that he cut him with a four-foot-long sword. Four, four feet long. Four feet long. I can't even picture that. That's like a child. Oh. <laughs> he said he was bleeding profusely. Anyways, oh. I was I was considering not actually talking about this story, but you know what? I just couldn't cut it out. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you just made that joke. <laughs> Two more for y'all. All right. Speaking of cutting. Okay. Ohio. Oh, I don't like knives, but okay. This is funny. No, this is weird, actually. Okay. Several Amish people were held down against their will and given unwanted haircuts. Police have arrested four members of a rival Amish group. You heard this, rival. I didn't know there were Amish gangs out there. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's news to me. So um, the, the ones responsible, this is great, this is great, this is so fitting. Uh, the ones that are responsible for this, get this, Johnny and Lester Mullet. Their last name is Mullet. I mean, no wonder they got hair issues, you know? They got the, their last name is the ugliest and most, you know, made fun of haircut out there. <laughs> well, what? Mullet. You know what a mullet is, right? Like like MacGyver? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a nice mullet. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I never get those jokes because I just, I mean, I know that I want to have that haircut, but. I just think it's funny that, you know, your last name's mullet and you're going around cutting people's hair and, and beards because <laughs> you're angry. You got, you're, you know, you're oppressed. You're, you're really upset. That makes you wonder if your last names or names really affect people. That's a good question. I think apparently in this case, <laughs> so um, deputies expect to arrest two more suspects uh, for their roles in the beard cuttings, which has swept through Amish communities since September. So basically, there's an epidemic of beard and hair cutting going on in this town. So oh in case you didn't know, uh, um, Amish uh, do not shave or cut their hair for religious reasons. And that's maybe considered maybe a, re- a rebellious thing. It is. I think so. Definitely. Wow, that's, that's definitely weird. But the, the leader of this Amish group, guess what his name is? Mm. Bishop Sam Mullet. No. There's a lot of mullets going around there. <laughs> All right? All right. Anyway, my favorite quote in this article, by the way, is Mullet was denied involvement in the beard cuttings. I just thought that was funny. Wow. So um, the suspects are being reportedly held for $250,000. That's, that's one hairy fine. Where do you find this article at? <laughs> I got my sources. Oh, I just got your joke. Sorry. That's that fine. was one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk about a brush with the law. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, this one, uh, this one goes out to, uh, I want to give a shout to one of our listeners out there, Mr. Antelope. This one is for you. And maybe you could call in and help us out with this one. Oh um, I found the best video I've seen in a long time. Okay. I used to work for a clip show for mm-hmm. TV, mm-hmm. and I used to find funny clips, and this one had me in tears. I haven't laughed like this in a long time. I'm just going to go ahead and read this out, and then we'll be done. Evan Vanderspew, a mountain biker on Team Jeep South Africa, was hit by an antelope while riding in a race <gasps> in South Africa. He is going down this dirt road. And you can, it's funny because in the video, we hear his teammate, Travis Walker, who's behind him with camera on his head, uh-huh. warning Vanderspew to watch the buck. And while Vanderspew looks, to, you can see him look to his right, nothing he can do. This huge antelope just knocks him over. I mean, he hits him with everything he had. And I'm seriously, I was, I mean, he hits him like a Mack truck. <laughs> I was crying. You've got, everyone could go on the line, just type in, man gets, mountain biker gets hit by an antelope. Um, and also, um, <laughs> He didn't suffer any serious injuries, although his helmet was shattered. And his tw- he tweeted later on, uh, this is what he said, Just saw the footage that put me in the hospital with a very stiff neck. Um, I take my hat off to Travis Walker. You got some good camera skills, man. You think, I think he might have meant <laughs> that he took his helmet off. You know? So um, anyways, 
You know how much it costs to do a mountain bike race out there in South Africa? How much? Just a buck. Oh, come <laughs> on. Oh. Put you with Marfa Man. Yay. <laughs> well, there you have it, everyone. Another very strange segment of Weird But True by Marfa Man. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We have a lovely guest tonight, but we need to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. back everyone um our guest for tonight is a practicing psychic medium medical intuitive intuitive coach and stand-up psychic in illinois also an international authority in the field of esp she speaks throughout the united states and canada teaching people how to do medical intuition she has appeared on over 750 radio and TV shows. In addition to medical intuition, Ruth is the author of The Secret is in the Rainbow, and they don't see what I see, how to talk with loved ones who have crossed over. Everyone, please welcome Miss Ruth Berger. How are you, Ruth? Thank you very much. I was <laughs> listening to all those jokes. <laughs> did, I, did I do okay? Except a cauldron is what witches brew their stuff in. Okay, well, I'm glad it's I asked that. that big black pot that they show. I'm not a witch, and I don't use a pot, but <laughs> that's what it is. Okay, well, that's now I learned something, something new. <laughs> <laughs> you are a terrible joke teller. <laughs> well, that's the point. I, I, I try to do it like that. <laughs> well, you succeed well. <laughs> I like to be corny. <laughs> oh, we love Marfa Man. Maybe I'll try to start being funny. No, we love it. So how are you, Ruth? I'm just fine. How how are you both? We're good. Great, thank you. Good, just excited um, to talk to you tonight. Uh, we found you. First, I found your book at the bookstore, and then, you know, we went and looked up online, and you have a really interesting website. Thank you. Thank you. And we really, really like your work. Uh, we see you helped a lot of people as well. I appreciate that. Thank you, because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And also, we were really curious about the whole term medical intuition because we don't see that too much out there. Can you explain to us a little bit about your work and what medical intuition is? Well, you know what intuition is. That's when you know something that you don't get through facts. It's something you get that just comes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one thing. And the medical part of it is because that's what I've been doing for years. And I started to do that when my first child was born with a birth defect. And when she was born, she had this problem, and I had to learn how to help her. And so I became that know-it person. And all my neighbors, they they kept coming to me to help them with their children's problems. And I had no idea that what I was doing was unusual. I just thought, this is what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Wow. And, I mean, you, you started having being intuitive since you were little, right? Yes. I started seeing auras, the the energy fields around people's head. Mm-hmm. I think I started seeing that like when I was about three years old. And okay. if somebody had a dark aura, I didn't like it when they touched me. And they were always touching my hair. Now I know that when they touch the hair of a psychic person, it's because they like the energy and they just want to be in touch with it. But I didn't uh-huh. know that when I was three. <laughs> so it was I didn't like people touching my head, you know, touching my hair. I didn't it didn't feel right to me. What do the auras look like? The aura looks like cigarette smoke after somebody has smoked it and, and it just flows around the person's head. And depending on the color, that tells me if it's safe or not. If the aura is dark, if it's dirty, it means that that person is there's something wrong with that person. Either they're going through a rough time, or you shouldn't trust them. Whatever. 
and, and you have to figure that out for yourself when you see it. But there's a lot of people that they have dark auras, and I think in today's society we have so many problem people. They're just scared of so much, and they have a lot of dirty auras lately. Oh, my. I bet that's very intimidating to be walking around and, and seeing that, seeing this. <laughs> like good person, bad person, bad person, good person. <laughs> right. Yeah, and sometimes it's not all over their head. Sometimes it's just on half of the side. So it means that there's something going on at the present time. If if there's a dark aura on the left side of the person's head, it means there's something going on. Like maybe they just came from the dentist or something. It doesn't mean they're bad people. But if it's on the other side, it means they might be talking to a ghost. Ah, mm. oh, right. Cool. <laughs> so you you mentioned medical intuition is like a lamp switch. You turn on your intuition to see and know more. Right. And you yeah. also compare, you said, it will help you, you know, to, to know about your condition and, and reduce your fears regarding illness, but also discover how your past lives and loved ones on the other side can affect you? What do you mean about that? Well, I had a lady who came to me right when I was a beginner, and she came to me, and she had a grandmother who had died. And this grandmother was haunting her. So she was seeing her grandmother a lot, even though she was dead. And when I tuned in to this lady, the grandmother was having kind of a breakdown, that something was wrong with the way she was thinking, and she was haunting her granddaughter in a way that was not healthy. And so not that she was a wicked person or anything like that, she just wanted the granddaughter to live the way she wanted her to live, not necessarily the way the granddaughter wanted to live. So we sent the grandmother to the light, which means to heaven, mm -hmm. and then she stopped bothering her granddaughter, and her granddaughter could live the way she wanted. Wow! So there's actually ghosts or spirits, spirits, I should say, that have good intentions for their family members, but they're really no helping. <laughs> in this case, it was not helping at all because when I met the girl, she'd been in a psych ward for months. Oh no! And it was all yeah. because of her grandmother. And her grandmother was not a mean person. She was not an evil person. Right. She just was somebody who thought she knew what was better for the granddaughter than the granddaughter knew. Oh. Wow. So it was intentional. No, it wasn't. It wasn't done out of cr cruelty or anything. It was because the grandmother just wanted to rule her life because she thought she could do a better job, which of course Ooh. she didn't. <laughs> and sometimes wow. that happens, and and it happens with people that um, they mean well, but they don't know what that means. What what do you do in that case? How can you tell is that, that that that's happening to someone? Well, the first thing is when she would talk about her grandmother to me, mm -hmm. I, I would see her whole body get black. Mm. And that meant that whoever she was talking about was not good for her. And so I, I said to her, okay, we've got to send your grandmother to the light because she's not she's not good for you. Mm -hmm. And the granddaughter trusted me enough to do what I told her to do, which was to imagine a light coming down from the heavens, filling her body with light, and only good can come from that. And she did it. And immediately her whole face lit up. And she says, I feel so much better. I said, Aww. of course, you're done with this whole thing, which it didn't turn out that she was done because the grandmother wasn't that easy to get rid of. And so we had to do it like maybe four or five times. But then the grandmother left for good. Wow, that that's a very She's interesting. Like, Fine, story. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> you got an uncle, what? <laughs> no, I was like, I was saying she just goes, "Fine, I'll go. I get it." <laughs> All I right. wish it was that simple with her. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I'm not wanted. <laughs> when my ex-husband died, he wouldn't leave me alone. Oh and my I, goodness! He came sixty-three times, and I said to him, "I'm talking to you now more than when we were." before we got divorced. I said, I don't need to talk to you that much. And he really didn't want to leave. And the reason he didn't want to leave is his second wife wanted to see him. She wanted to talk to him. And I didn't want to talk to him, but she did. And because she would call him down to the earth level, he would come to me because I would hear him and she wouldn't. Oh. Did he and know I where he was and what his situation was? You know, that's a wonderful question. Let me think for a minute, because um, I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. Wow, Marfa, man. I'm not funny, but I'm, I'm a little smart. I'm not sure. 
I really don't know if he knew where he was because he didn't know where he was when he was alive. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he finally left, but it took a lot of time to get him to leave. And his wife really wanted him to stick around, and his mother wanted him to stick around, and that was part of our divorce. But you oh, know, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we finally, got, we finally got rid of him, which was a blessing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, I mean, you finally got to talk to your ex-mother-in-law and the former wife. Well, you the former wife was, the, the, no, the second wife was alive. She was okay. still living. Uh-huh. But his his mother would never listen to me. I dead or alive, she wouldn't listen. So did you talk to the wife and told her, you know what? Yes, I did. I told her oh. to her, and I said, you got to stop this because it's ruining my life. Right. <laughs> oh, and my God. It's like a whole story. It's a terrible story, but she didn't realize that she was causing me that problem until I told her. Uh-huh. So it's not necessarily a bad person that does this. It can right. be somebody that doesn't mean any harm but doesn't know what they're doing. Wow. Just kind of lost? Yeah. You know, the book that you read that I wrote, mm-hmm. the first story that's in the book is about this little girl who's in a psych ward, and she keeps seeing her grandfather. Oh, and yes. The psych- and the psychiatrist thinks that she's having illusions. Something's wrong with her brain. Right. So he doesn't think. But I was called in, and I said, it's, it's not an illusion. The grandfather's trying to help her. Evidently, her parents were fighting a lot. And the grandfather was the only one the little kid had that loved her unconditionally. Right. And he was trying to say to her, everything's okay, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. Well, until I talked to her, that continued to happen. And then he finally understood that that was not helping her, it was frightening her. And Mm -hmm. he wished her well, and he prayed for her, and everybody was happy. Oh, and and, I mean... That's also what needs sometimes. I mean, she didn't know what's going on. She was scared, and then people are telling her, they're, you know, they're crazy, and all they need is a little bit of help like you. You know, you know, it's okay. It's your grandpa who's trying to help you, and then it's all better. If the grandfather is a person that will be okay, yes. They're, not everybody who dies gets better. A lot of people, when they die, they are the same way they were when they were alive, and some of those people are not okay. And oh. so you, you've got to really look at this and say, what was that person like when they were alive? Were they a good person or were not? And if they weren't a good person, then send them to God, pray for them to be okay, and leave you alone. <laughs> My. That's, a, that's actually kind of scary. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's horrible. When you think about the person who's suffering, I think it's right. terrible. But once you get rid of them, it's fine. And it's not that hard to get rid of them if they just listen. Is it just like they're in like a limbo, you know, for themselves? Yeah, and I equate it with having one leg over the uh, fence and the the second leg over the other side of the fence. So you can't get over the fence, you can't get past it, you're stuck. And and they don't even know how to get out of it. So you, it really behooves the person who's aware of everything to help them. It's another way of helping people. It is scary. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I can't believe you're scared because it doesn't scare me at all. It just, it did when I didn't understand it, but now I understand it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that feeling of being lost it must be horrible too. Stop for the like that movie with Bill Murray Groundhog Day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I but love. You know which movie, movie I liked even more was which the one, one? with. Uh, where the where Goldie Goldie what's her name she well, became huh? she became the guy who died I forget the name of the movie oh, oh I'm thinking about it yeah he was a dancer um, and De- Demi Demi somebody was the she was a pottery person oh ghost ghost, ghost. yeah and so what happened is um, I went to see the movie twice I really liked it. And the second time I went, I went with my daughter, who managed my bookstore for me. And I said, oh, look at what she did. She became him. And they had closure. And I said, I wish I could do that. And she said, Mother, you do that all the time. I said, what? What? Really? Yeah. And she says, yeah, you become other people all the time. And I thought, no, I don't. And she says, you you do. So the next time somebody came in to ask about somebody who had died, they asked me, can you see them? And I says, yeah. And she says, can you bring them to me? I says, yeah, because it was a good person. I already checked. Okay. <laughs> so I'm always checking. I'm not going to take anybody in that's not okay. So anyway, I 
brought the person in, and I could see that person. And then what I didn't realize, I was taking on their mannerisms, you know, how they move their hands, how they move their eyes. You know, I was doing all of that, and I didn't even know it. So they told me, they said, you look just like him or her when she was alive, which makes them have more confidence that I'm bringing through the person. Right. Yeah. That's that's like in Ghost when Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Exactly. Whoopi Goldberg. That's the name. Yeah. What'd you do to your hair? On <laughs> <laughs> <Not> the sunrise. <laughs> Sorry, I got sisters. I'm wow. That movie a lot. <laughs> that was a good movie. Great movie. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God. So on your blog, you also said um, you said I read a lot. You say be careful what you ask for. Because I'm guessing you get a lot of letters from people. They want to see their loved ones and miss them. And they really, you know, reading about it and asking for it. And then one day at 2 a.m. in the morning, there she is, the mother, the father, standing at the foot of the bed. And there they are. And then the the person witnessing this freaks out. That was a very dear friend of mine who passed on. And all she, you know, I would bring her mother out. You know, her mother would talk through me. In other words, I would say what the mother would say. And uh, so she says, I wish I could do this. And I says, you can. Your mother loves you very much. She wants to come through. Just accept it. So one night she saw her mother at the foot of her bed. Mm-hmm. And she said to her mother, I'm too afraid. I can't handle this. Go away. Don't come back. And her mother didn't. And she was so disappointed because she really didn't mean to say her back to her mother. But the mother took her seriously. You don't oh. want me to come back? I won't. Oh, that's so sad. And she felt terrible. She wanted so much to see her mother. Okay, so here's my question. I've been wanting to see my dad for years. And I'm, I've said it many times, I'm ready, I'm ready. And I've seen people that look like him on the street, and I kind of take that as my sign sometimes, you know, just as comfort. But, you know, my thing is, like, why do they come at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning when you're asleep, you know, wake you up? I mean, Either if it's a ghost or not, it's going to be scary because it's very invasive. The reason they come in the middle of the night is that's when you're not you're not blocked by thoughts of the day. You're not involved with cooking or doing something or talking on the phone. They come in the middle of the night when you're sound asleep and you're very receptive. That's why they come then. Oh. They don't come see me because I'm still up. <laughs> <laughs> So am I, but I still see him. <laughs> Some of us are just awake, but uh, or awakened. But as far as your father goes, uh, he wants very much to talk to you. So Aww. let him talk to you. Don't be afraid. Okay. I'm not afraid, Dad. I miss you. I mean, but is that bad to want to still communicate with your loved ones? Well, is if that it is bad? bad, there's a lot of people like you. Because so many people want to make the connection. And I think that's normal. Okay. So many times when somebody dies, you don't get a chance to say goodbye. I didn't. They die quickly. Right. And and there's unfinished. I I never got to tell them how much I loved him. I never got to tell them, you know, I'm sorry for what I did. There are things that people regret that they didn't say. Mm -hmm. And this way they get a chance to say it. And I call it bringing closure. They want to have closure. Right. And so, you know, they shouldn't be afraid. If the person was a good person when they were alive, then you're pretty safe saying that person will be good after they're dead. But you've got to remember what they were really like. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't, you don't get yourself into trouble. Like the little girl with a grandma. Well, actually, she wasn't. A, yes, that's right. But she wasn't mm-hmm. a little girl when I met her. She was an adult. Oh, but okay. The little girl was the one in the hospital in the psych ward, and it was her grandfather. Oh, and a grandpa. Coming. Wow. Yeah. And, okay, so that's what you say, be careful what you ask for. If you're really wanting to see or witness something paranormal or a spirit, you better be ready and prepared because it's most likely is going to happen at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Probably it'll happen in the middle of the night, yes. Okay. And what you really want to do, no matter what, I don't care if it's daytime, nighttime, whatever, you always want to say a prayer first and have God be around you. Always. I don't care what your religion is, whatever you call God is fine, it doesn't matter, but you always want to put the protection around you. Um, I've been, just 
just talking about this, I've actually tried to call out to my grandfather. Um, he passed away like seven, eight years ago. What was and his first name? Leslie. Leslie. Okay, go ahead. And I've, 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 you know, you said like be careful what you, you know, ask for, but um, I just, not, I have not really seen anything happen, or I've, I've never like communicated with him. To me, Leslie was, uh, he had a problem with his mind before he died. Are you aware of that? He might have had dementia or something. He was, was he was getting, he was heavily, heavily sedated for the last week or two of his life. Okay, so it would have made him very. yeah. Not able to understand a lot. That's true. Okay, so what I think happened with him, he stay, he's still like that. He's still confused. And what you have to do is you have to pray for him. And when you pray for him, you want to see him going to heaven, which means just going up into the sky. And pray for him to feel okay and to be okay again and to know that he is loved by you and by God. And that will help him to come back to normal. Interesting. Yeah. And, okay. And then after that, he can try ask for a sign from his grandpa or something like that. Well, you need to give him a little bit of time first, because usually when there's something like this happens, I say give them three months so that they have time to get adjusted. You know, it's kind of like being sick. You don't make somebody walk right away after they've had their legs chopped off. You know, you you try to help them where they're at, and you have to be patient. And you have, when you do talk to them, you need not to doubt them so much because that's the other problem. If they think you're not believing them, of course, then they don't want to talk to you. So you right. want to make sure that what they're saying to you makes sense and that you're okay with it. Because if they're asking you to do something that's not okay, then don't listen. Hmm. That's, um, so what is an easy way to ask for a sign if you want to, have communication with the spirit what is a good way a safe way to ask for a sign of their presence well my favorite way is to take a picture of the person and say to them i love you so much and god loves you so much if you have a message for me tell me just something very simple not 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 anything fancy when you hear something or when you feel you're hearing something or feeling something check yourself Do you feel safe? Do you feel comfortable? Is your body okay? Then it's all right. But if your body begins to feel weird and it begins to get very uncomfortable, then this is not a good time to do it. Oh. Yeah. Always Hmm. protect yourself. Always. That's a good way to put it. I never heard that one before. Just pay attention to your body, how you respond. I guess, again, trust your gut feeling. Trust your intuition. And it goes further than that. I mean, if you are, people tend to analyze. So let's say that you get an awkward feeling in your body. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a headache today. Don't analyze it. Just let it come and let it be and then figure out what it is. And don't jump ahead. Just let your mind tell you what it is, your intuition. Okay. Otherwise, you'll misinterpret. And you don't want to do that. So you think, like, everything means something. Everything does. You know, when I talk to you, I'm sorry, your name again is Mark. My name is Anthony. Anthony. Anthony, whenever you talk to me, the right side of your body from about the chest where the breast is, I know you don't have a breast, you're a guy, but, you know, from that part (laughs) up, your, your body gets very shaky to me. And I think there must be some past experiences that have made you shaky about talking to ghosts. Something oh my goodness! Is, that, you do it every time. Talk, talk. You can tell her. I mean, he's actually in a lot of pain right now. I'm really happy and surprised that he showed up to do the show. What kind of pain? Are you, why are you not feeling well? Um, <clears throat> it's been about um, one year now. I've had just um, really centered to my spine. Um, a lot of a lot of pain, and I'm currently now going to a chiropractor, and it's. Somewhat working, but I'm just constantly, and it actually comes through my my chest plate into my chest sometimes. So it's just constant, constant like pain. Have you been to this chiropractor yet? Yes, I've I've probably been to him maybe close to once a week for like the past eight nine weeks. Eight nine weeks. Maybe What's less. his first name? I think his first name is John. John. Okay, my feeling about your body it has something to do with the arch on the right foot. 
you are not walking right. Somehow you're putting too much. It's not walking in the right position. And when you do that, it hurts you. It gives you the spinal problems. So when you go to the chiropractor next time, have him check that. Interesting. Yeah, I was um, I was born with my feet inward, and I had to wear the left shoe on my right foot and the right shoe on my left foot for a long time to straighten wow. them out. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Well, but the I other have... thing that it's telling me is that your balance is way off, which I can't believe your chiropractor hasn't discovered, you know, because that's usually part of what they find out right away. So make John check your your balance. There's something going on with your balance, and it could be because you're wearing shoes that are not working for you. Hmm. I don't think you have to go back to reversing your shoes, <laughs> but something's going on. Do you get headaches too? Uh, no, not as not as bad, not not as much as I used I used to. Yeah, but I'm getting a headache right on the just to the left of your uh, nose, just to the is it to the left? No, it's to the, I'm sorry, it's to the right of your nose, and uh, and I'm feeling like a lot of things keep happening to you. It's like you're you're <laughs> losing some of the of the rationality that you used to have. You're you're a pretty solid yes. guy. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> My, my wife's listening right now, and she's probably laughing hysterically. Yeah, because yeah. nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm okay, and though, right? You tell her, Ruth, because I get so mad at him. Every time I talk to him, he's like, oh, I just have this bad luck. I just have this bad luck. He just follows me everywhere I go. And I'm like, stop talking that way. you got to talk, you know. It, talk, it has talk. nothing to do with luck. Nothing to do with <laughs> luck. What it has to do with is you're a very, very sensitive person. You are sensitive to everything. You're yeah. sensitive to foods. You're sensitive to changes in the weather. You're very sensitive to people, especially. Now, your wife is so good for you. What's her first name? Her name's Courtney. Yeah, she's very, she's a very tolerant person. <laughs> yeah, and what she does for you is she gets you grounded. It's, it's like before you talk to her, you're, you're feeling off-centered. You're feeling, what's wrong with me? I don't understand this. And she'll take a hold of you. Maybe she'll hold your shoulders or something, and you'll be grounded again. She's very good for you. Wow. That's awesome. She's my backbone. She's a lot of things, and she's, she's excellent. And, you know, this to me reminds me of a past-life marriage. In other words, you've come together again to finish what you began before. Oh. So now you're together so that you can finish whatever it is you've begun. That's awesome. Yep. You're getting me a little teary eyed. <clears throat> he is. There goes a sensitive part in him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Yeah. She's she's the one for me. So she puts up with a lot. So love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's very you know what? She thinks she puts up a, that you put up a lot for her. Mm-hmm. Because she's so tough. You know, sometimes she's almost too tough. But she does oh it so you'll be okay. She is. <laughs> she, she is. I'm the cuddler in the relationship. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Her not so much. <laughs> Do you have your child yet? No, no, it's kind of not in discussion currently. Okay, well, I see a boy when the time comes. Yes. <laughs> she thinks she I has keep a child him. already. <laughs> well, it'll really be up to both of you, not just one of you. Yes, ma'am. You know, there was a chiropractor that used to come to me as a client, and he's given me permission to talk about him and his wife. Okay, they both have. Okay. And she had a son from a first marriage. She wanted a child with him, and they were having no luck. And they went three times to the type of doctor that helps people have children, and three times it didn't work. And that's a costly thing. And so his wife came to me, and she said, what is wrong? Why can't I have a child with him? And I said, because you're too, um, God, what is the word? What is it when you're real acidic? What's the opposite word? Alkaline? Alkaline, alkaline. I said, he is very alkaline. He was one of these health people. He would eat all the right foods and do everything right. She, on the other hand, was more eating junk food, sweets, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I said, what I see happening is when the baby is trying to come through, the sperm is trying to come through, it explodes like an atom bomb because her body is so alkaline. Well, the, the doctor showed her the slide of of what he saw the the sperm looking like, and it looked like the atom bomb. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. And so I said to the chiropractor, I said, she'll never change. She's not patient enough to change, but you will. 
So you eat the junk food for just a little while till she gets pregnant, and then you can go back to eating what you think. And that's what happened. Three months later, they had a little baby girl. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's an awesome like story. I was going to ask you to share a really nice story with us, and that was that was that's it. Good. That was because uh, I'm I'm gonna be working on babies next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, your husband will have a part of that too. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna be working on babies. <laughs> I'm getting married next and in two weeks, so. <laughs> I know. Happy, happy marriage, and I, I know um, you will. I see a wonderful everything, but I want to tell you, I see your wedding dress. There's gonna be a tear in it, and I, <gasps> I don't know. Are you gonna have a dress that goes to the floor? Yes. Okay, then you've got to be careful about walking with it because I see you tearing it with your shoe. So be careful. Okay, I will. Like on the wedding day or like trying it on? No, just as she's coming down the aisle. (laughs) As she's getting married. So you want to make sure that that dress is not going to get caught in your heel. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk barefooted. Well, I'll be ready to catch you. <laughs> that would be I'm great. Sure. <laughs> you know, haven't bought my shoes. I can't find any shoes that make me feel those are the ones. Maybe that that's maybe why you tear your dress. The shoe is not comfortable. Hmm. I think you know. I, I'm not as concerned about. <clears throat> I I don't want you to buy shoes that are have high pointed heels that okay. seems to be how it gets stuck so okay. if you can find a shoe that doesn't have that you'll be much better off awesome but it won't be as pretty so <laughs> that's okay you know what if it tears tears you know yeah you only wear it once it's okay it's all fun <laughs> it's a fun wedding anyway <laughs> i won't freak out i won't become bradzilla no you're not going to be a bridezilla no matter what your husband your husband will become a groomzilla <laughs> he will be so nervous I've seen guys oh. faint at weddings, and it looks like me that your husband could fall down. <laughs> oh, my God. He is going to worry so much. Gosh, bless him. And whatever you do, he does not drink anything before the wedding. That's typically smart. Do you listen, honey? For <laughs> <laughs> my wedding, I had one drink, and that made me really relaxed, but that was it. Yeah, if you'd have had two, you wouldn't have been so relaxed. You'd have been in trouble. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Ms. Ruth, the, the switchboard, it's full. There's a lot of people trying to call. Do you want me to take any of these callers? I'll tell you what, I'll take two more, and that's it. Awesome. All right, we'll pick, take your pick, one, two, or three. Me or, or your, you, somebody else? One. I'll let you pick. pick. All right, let me pick. The one is waiting for 20 minutes. Let's pick that <clears> one. Hello, caller, you in the ear? How are you? Hello? Hi. Oh, it's the me. The person yay. who just said hi, could you just say your first name? Yes, my first name is Geralda. Geralda? Cool. Yeah. Hey, what is your question? My question is, um, I'll do a relationship question. Um, there's just an individual that I met at work and um, got an attraction between he and I, but he got out of a year relationship about four months ago, and I finally got the nerve to ask him out to coffee today, and he seemed a little nervous um, and shy. I just wanted to know, um, do you see him coming around? Because he said he couldn't make it, so he was going to reschedule. Do you see him coming around, or what do you see between he and I? You know, it's funny because this is one of the chapters I'm trying to write in my book right now, which is How to Find Your Perfect Partner. And what I see with this guy, what's his first name? His name is Brooks, and I don't know why I feel this pull. It's not physical. It's kind of, you know, it's like, oh. Okay, don't worry about it. But what I'm getting with him is that he's very afraid of commitment. And I think you probably scared him in some fashion talking about things in the future. And that's what made him run. So if you're going to talk to him again, which I think he's really not going to want to because he's so scared, uh, I would suggest that you talk about things that have nothing to do with the future, but just maybe everyday things, like what do you think of the election or or what do you think of whatever. It's something that's okay to talk about that's not going to interfere with him thinking it's, it's that you're asking him too much. Oh, oh I asked him out to coffee. Yeah, well, I only asked him out to have coffee, and I told him there was no expectations. I honestly wanted to be friends first, and... It was pretty light, and he laughed and was 
pretty light conversation, and he said he will just he couldn't make it today. He was gonna like try to reschedule, and I just wanted to know if you see him kind of coming around because I, I didn't really I see, push I see hard him at very all. worried, which is why he left in the first place. So be prepared to tie. You know, some of the jokes that that uh, Markle Man talked about early, they were just stupid jokes, and I, stupid jokes work for him. So if you can remember one or two of them, it would help. <laughs> I don't know. Tell what to him say. a dumb well, joke. <laughs> That's true. I know what she means. Just try to, you know, be nonchalant about things. Good. Well, he, we never dated. That's what I'm trying to say. We just, we just kind of worked together, and I just kind of asked him out for coffee. And I just wanted to know if he's gonna like. He said he'll try to reschedule, and he seems shy and nervous. I wanted to know, do you see him actually coming through? And I'm telling you, I think it's going to be a tough go. It's it's not going to happen as easy as you want. It's going to take a okay. while, if he does it at all. Okay. I think your calling him was good. I don't think that was a bad thing. But I wouldn't call him again. What I might do instead is maybe send him a cute card or something, but nothing that has commitment of any kind in it, just a fun card. Okay. okay. All right, keep it fun in the beginning. Just chill. Okay. All right, thank thank you, you, Geralda. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's true. I mean, with guys, I guess, they just, um, especially nowadays. Some guys are very, they're very shy about commitments. Mm -hmm. Some women are, too, and and everybody should be. That's an important thing. Before you Mm -hmm. jump in, be sure it's the right person. Yes, be picky, everyone. I think so I'm let's take enough. the last caller and I'm smart enough to off. pretend to be dumb. <laughs> okay, one more caller. Let's see. Um, hello, caller. You're in the air. What's your name? Hi, it's Sheila. Sheila? Yes. Yes. What's your question, Sheila? Well, um, I probably have a dirty aura because I'm going through so many things. <laughs> so, how do you clean your aura? I mean, <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you a very terrible question to ask you and I know it's not the kind of question you want to answer over the air but are you in your period are you in your cycle no because to me that's what it feels like like you're in a cycle so if you're not in your actual female cycle then you're in some kind of a cycle and it has right. to do with the way you are with guys okay you Interesting. get you get into trouble with guys and you know somebody recently said I think it was on the talk show. You know, women are so smart, they're so intelligent, but when it comes to guys, they're like stupid, and they give away their money, and they do all kinds of bad things. So I think you're in one of those cycles. Yeah, that's it. You picked up on it. I, I tell you what, I've been listening, and you are right on the money with everything. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> I know I I need what to work on that. Do, I yeah. want to. I'm going to say a terrible word to you, okay? And I'm going to do it on purpose. And I want you to pay attention to where your body hurts you, okay? Okay. Now I'm sure. going to say something really awful. Okay. I'm I want prepared. you to know this is not real. I just want to have right. you learn something. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I hate you. Where did your body react? Um, like, it was strange. It was right underneath the ribs, kind of, and then in the solar plexus. Okay, and when it hit you, how did it hit you? It was like a tingling. Like a tingling, so it didn't hit you real hard. Right, exactly, because... Okay, have you ever had that feeling before? A tingling underneath my ribs? No, Uh never. No, it was weird. It was a weird feeling. Yeah. Okay. Pay attention to that. If when you're with somebody, girl or guy, doesn't matter, if you're with somebody and you get that sensation there, but it's stronger, which I expect it to be stronger, then this is somebody don't trust what they're telling you at the moment. It oh. may not be something terrible. It just might be something you need to pay attention to, especially what? if they're asking you to do something, loan them some money, whatever, something that you shouldn't do, uh-huh. say, I can't do that right now. Right. Oh, from. believe me, I've I've learned that lesson. <laughs> no, you haven't. You that, haven't learned it. I Don't haven't. assume you have because you're a fall guy. That's so weird. Yeah, okay. You've, you've done it before. 
so don't do it anymore. But even though you know you've done it before and you know not to do it, you're still falling for the stuff they tell you. So you're saying Maybe break so. the cycle. Yeah, yeah break I the don't. Cycle. I haven't dated for like many months, so it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a date. It right. could be a girlfriend. It could be a family oh, right. member, somebody. Exactly, or it could be a female that has male energy. It doesn't have to be a boy. It can be something right. that it could be the the whole idea of somebody taking advantage of you. Oh yeah, that's so true. Okay, so then, then I'm on the right track. Please listen. Oh, yeah, you are. Okay. <laughs> okay. Learn and live and learn and love. Okay. Thank you. You're Good welcome. night. Thanks. Well, this has been fun. I didn't think I'd last this long, but I did. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much for accepting our interview. It's been fun yeah, and uh, fun. Um, really interesting and learning more about that medical intuition thing and uh, I think it's really important because there's a huge misconception of what psychics and mediums do, and uh, it's, it's amazing that people are actually helping, healing, you know, everyone. It, healing is a big part of our lives. And it's something that people don't even know what they should listen for. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't even know that. And, and I really, uh, I think it's important when you're dealing with your body, because there's so many parts to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you're thinking, you're feeling, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you've got to learn how to listen to what your body is telling you. That's right. Well, Ruth, tell our listeners, where can they find you? Do you have a website? My website, which you said you went on, so it's just plain www.ruthberger.com. That's right. And you can find the <laughs> books and everybody can go and, and, read, and uh, read their blogs. They're really interesting. A lot, a lot of interesting topics and um, thank you so much, Miss Ruth, for, for talking to us tonight. It's been a pleasure. And I wish you so much success with your upcoming nuptials. Oh, thank you. You're Thanks welcome. for giving a little reading there. I'll, I'm also going to work on my jokes. <laughs> no, I like your jokes the way they are. Don't don't change them. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye-bye, bye, people. Bye. Good night. Good night. Oh, how nice. That was fun. It was. I think we should do like a like a, like a love connection type thing like that. Like you know, like that, like that, like they do on the air where mm-hmm. they take calls and stuff and we give advice. Well, it's <laughs> why are you laughing? That was fun. It was a lot of fun. We haven't really done it like that. No, we know? haven't done that before. This is the first one for us and yeah. I mean there's a lot of people out there that just I mean, I I'd love to have some sort of ability and, and be helping people. It must feel good mm-hmm. to be able to reach out and tell you, you know what, this is what you should do. And and you either listen or not is your choice. But it, it must be feel really rewarding to be able to help people. Totally. And she doesn't sugarcoat it either. No. You know? She doesn't pull any punches. She's telling you what she's Exactly. What she, yeah, Very honest. Exactly. And good. I like her a lot. Good with the bad. I know. Um, she has really interesting books, everyone. Um, one of them, They Don't See What I See. Uh, it's in, uh, at the bookstore. You can find it. Um, a really, really good book. She explains her journey throughout her life since she was little all the way to now. And all plenty of stories, the people that she helped and how she became who she is now. And um, everyone should read it. It's really, really good. It has, it has helped a lot of people. And she gets callers and emails from uh, all over the world right now so i'm really thankful that she accepted our interview tonight that was that was different yeah what what do you think about your your reading hmm i don't like to know too much stuff so i'm and i was kind of like anticipating that she'd say something bad but she didn't <laughs> you know my dad always tells me it's funny that she said well here's the thing is the right side of your brain with the cloud over is that the bad one or is that the okay one you know what i mean Cause, like, oh my god I want to know, but she thought it was a good guy, right? You know, I forgot to ask her a question. Um, if, if spirits can see us naked, <laughs> I mean, they probably do, but I, I wanted to hear her opinion. I think they do, <laughs> but we don't. We'd like to not think that they do. I'm never. I mean, nobody thinks about that. Hmm. Yeah, like when you're in your I have private to do my moment. research. Well, no, that's a different question, but <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to even think about it. it. Like, yeah. Well, we have a we have a couple callers. We have a lot of callers tonight. I'm really uh, curious. Let's take a caller. Hi, caller. You on the air? What's your name? Hello. Hi. What's your name? Oh, my name is Audrey. 
Hi, how are you? How are you doing tonight? Hello. Oh, I'm doing fine. I was just calling and listening. I didn't know what they were doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you doing... I don't. I thought they were doing psychic readings. That's all. Oh, we did. We just uh, did a quick session. Yeah, we, she did a quick session. She took just a couple colors and uh, and and we've and and then the interview with her already. Uh, but thank you for listening. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we'll do it again. So call back uh, another time. I will. Thanks. <laughs> Good Thanks. night. I guess all these people on on the switchboard are waiting for the reading. She's popular. We should do this again, whether or not, you know. <laughs> All right, well, we, we need to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. If you just logged in, we are the Very Normal Show. If you want to check us out, please go to www.verynormal.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Facebook okay. and Twitter. <laughs> and that's stuff. <laughs> um, we are really excited. We have an upcoming show, uh, our Halloween special. We'll, we'll be scheduling that and, and letting you guys know on Facebook what date exactly. I think it's going to be most likely... Uh, October 24th because that's my I'm getting married that week so I'm going to be really busy <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing it like a that's that Monday yeah um, I have a surprise for you Marfa man I'm not telling you when when do I find out that day on Monday live <laughs> really <laughs> all right are you going to embarrass me mm, maybe that's fine I'm used to it <laughs> no <laughs> anyway um, it was it was amazing you um Check that part of your body. Like I said, my dad always to- told me that I have a black cloud over my head. So that was funny when she told me That's that. That's terrible, <laughs> though. But, you know, like she said, it could be a past life thing. Yeah, and I think that you need to break break the cycle. And, That's true. You know, maybe you got to do some healing or something. I could work on it. I mean, I went through that experience, and it was it was really intense. I, I don't know if I... I think it's whatever. If you feel the calling for, then you do it. I really... I think I'll work on like the praying thing and, you know, mention to the doctor what she told me. All the notes that she yeah. said. She said it wasn't bad luck, which is funny because I, I don't know about well, all that. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's no bad luck. It's nothing to do with that. So, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Things will get better. I have a feeling. All right. Well, she, I'm glad she didn't say anything bad. So, <laughs> there's, there's hope. There's hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Marfa Man. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Ruth Berger, for um, being with us tonight. It was a lot of fun. And thank you for all the callers. I'm sorry we couldn't take any more callers, but I appreciate everyone who listened tonight. Thank you for listening. Please remember we are not experts, just big paranormal fans. And it's okay to be skeptical, but it's also okay to be open-minded. Then you can draw your own conclusions. So let's continue the search for answers. Good night. Night. Sweet dreams. Oh yeah, that's it for tonight. The Vera Normal Show. Little Midge, Marfa Man, Vera Martinez, we're out.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.